Welcome back, America. It's the real Greg Kelly show. I'm your host, Greg Kelly. It is Saturday, December the 19th, the year is 2020. And still again, we are at war for the Republic. We're coming down to the last hour, the last push. President Donald Trump's back is against the wall and it is up to us. The American people, the American patriots, the people who hold the values of our nation near and dear to our hearts. This is our time, America. I want to give a quick shout out, pay homage to Angry Viking, American Nacho, conservative bear, hood conservative, hood conservative, my brothers in the struggle. I appreciate all that you guys have been doing on behalf of The Real Greg Kelly Show. May God continue to bless you. Everything that you do, your deeds of kindness will not go unnoticed. As I promised, part two of George Soros, a documentary on the radical extremist Nazi billionaire. We're going to take a pause for the cause to pay the bills. And when I return, we will dive deep into the remaining information that all Americans need to know about George Soros. I will be back after this brief message. This is the real Greg Kelly show. We are coming to your live. They want us all blind, dumbfounded, blind stricken. They want us fighting against each other and divided against ourselves. We refuse to induce ourselves with lies. I want to build a foundation, something to give us an idea. Miles back. Nobody asked me for it, but I'm going to share it with you. The Real Greg Kelly Show. All right, America, we're getting ready to dive into this. Um, if you didn't see part one, do yourself a favor, go and check out George Soros part one. As we've seen during this documentary thus far, it's been foreign money, foreign influence, plus foreign domestic hatred that has been methodically attacking the civil liberties afforded to us, the American people. We should clearly be able by now to Clearly, I mean, it's like, it's obvious, right? Who this guy is, who his supporters are, um, what they stand for, and most importantly, 
We should know now fully who his enemies are. And of course, you know, it is us, the American people. We know what he is after. We know what the radical left has in store for us. So let's just continue the journey into the man. Let's look into his finances a little deeper, but really let's look into his agenda just a little bit further because he's closer now than he has ever been to destroying this wonderful, beautiful country that we love called America. Let's get into this. The influence of George Soros on the American left is wide and pervasive. Though making billions as a predatory capitalist, he has worked feverishly to bring socialism to the United States. But as a professed atheist, George Soros has also been on the vanguard of undermining the moral foundations of America, from upending traditional marriage and family to redefining concepts as simple as male and female. Our own David Wright has more. George Soros is one of the richest men on the planet, and he has spread his wealth around uh, to promote policies that he believes in, virtually all of them of a left-wing variety. We know that there are billionaires uh, funding, George Soros being one of them, funding these groups that are creating chaos. George Soros's ideology is predicated on the same hard-left causes that you see in Marxist activists. George Soros is one of the most powerful and mysterious figures in recent history. There have been many accusations about Soros and his alleged nefarious actions. But let's just focus on the facts. When you follow the money that Soros funnels through his Open Society Foundations, you will find that he funds many radical left-leaning organizations and activists. Guys like Soros are critical because they can give essentially an unlimited spigot for all of these hundreds of groups to siphon off of. And money trickles down into every possible issue area, such that you have people today who are professional activists. They go to the Supreme Court on a weekly basis to protest with glossy pre-printed signs any number of outcomes they just don't like. Well, well, well. Have you ever wondered how so many Black Lives Matter activists, Antifa activists, just sustain violence and sustain protests for weeks and months at a time without seeming to have any worries about who they're going, to, uh, how they're going to eat, what they're going to get their money from. They look as though they don't have any responsibilities whatsoever. It's almost as though we're looking at a group of people who are simply willing to sacrifice it all for the cause of social injustice. I mean, at the core, it looks really patriotic. It really looks like a really good cause. And for the outsiders looking in, it's deeply moving to see such vigor, such tenacity directed toward social injustice. I mean, when you hear the chant, Black Lives Matter, I mean, it seems to have the power to resonate into the hearts of people 
from all walks of life, not just people of color. However, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and many other radical groups, they seem to be walking hand in hand with other Marxist groups, but they've been receiving their financial compensation for chaos from George Soros as they launch these uh, violent protests all across America. I mean, every major so-called issue of racial inequality, gender bashing, economic discrepancy um, that's been promoted and been empowered uh, by this movement, all of these groups have gotten their funding from George Soros. So we don't really get to see, unless we're you know, tracking the money trail, we don't get to see exactly what Soros is up to until we see the people that have gotten his approval. Until we see the people that he is funneling money under the table, but yet it's still in plain sight. America, we need to pay attention. So we'll know where to direct our focus. I know that uh, over time there, there's going to be some trouble in the streets. But we're not going to win the war there. We're not going to win the fight in the streets. We're going to have to go to another level. Let's get into the next segment here. But remember, his money, George Soros' money, has reached. Let's continue. I don't think you can think of a corrosive force in society that George Soros hasn't been behind, funding groups that promote that. Whether it's legalized uh, prostitution, whether it's uh, gay rights all the way up to uh, gender identity laws that will discriminate against Christians. And make no mistake, these Soros-funded organizations are trying to destroy the traditional moral precepts that America was founded on. He spent billions trying to reduce America to just another country instead of championing America's role as the beacon of liberty in, in the world. Uh, because George Soros doesn't believe in liberty the way most Americans do. Uh, he thinks we're naive, we're backward thinking. Soros is mixed up in anything related to Black Lives Matter. We know that one of the most prominent Black Lives Matter groups explicitly says we, we don't want the nuclear family. That's, it's not a good thing to have nuclear families. Um, so monogamy somehow is, is, is disliked. One of the main objectives of the left and, and this has been going on since 1789 when the French Revolution was unleashed, uh, which was an anti-God, anti-church revolution at its heart, uh, is a war on the church and war on the family. What Marx said, if you look at his uh, uh, manifesto, the Communist Manifesto, he said, we must destroy the family. Why destroy the family? Because it is the bastion of private wealth. If you want to destroy wealth, you got to destroy the family that passes it on and creates a legacy. That's how wealth is controlled, is through the family. So attack the family. This is uh, very strategic because families produce people who can be independent and look after themselves. The left hates that. They want everyone dependent on the government. Soros supports the LGBTQ agenda, which is directly opposed to the biblical view of marriage and sexuality. Soros's Open Society Foundations was a core and consistent donor to Freedom to Marry, the group which led the legal fight to redefine marriage as the union of two men or two women. 
they've been at war with the idea of marriage and family uh, for more than a hundred years. You can see this in their support even today of the LGBTQ agenda, which is extremely anti-family. It's anti-marriage. It's anti-parents having control over their children. Soros also supports the transgender movement. An investigative report has linked Soros to a host of grants to transgender advocacy groups in the U.S. and abroad. Soros' foundation network gave $150,000 in 2017 to the U.S.-based Transgender Law Center. And Open Society Foundations donated $300,000 in 2018 to Transgender Europe. All right. So just how far does George Soros' money reach America? His money reaches into the oceans of morality and it poisons everything in it. It reaches the hearts of the faithful and it inspires fear and doubt. His money reaches into the halls of justice and corrupts it. His money reaches us. Yes, us, the American people. It reaches us through dark avenues of identity politics and brainwashing social justice warriors parading through our streets. We've been blindsided by governmental and social deviance, and we're being ostracized and demonized because we love freedom. George Soros has reached us in many ways, but just how many ways has he reached us? We're talking about his desire to destroy the family unit. And in some circles, it's been stated that the family unit is the white man's law of social development. Almost as though the family unit can't be found in the most ancient civilizations as the hallmark, the bulwark of strong societies. It has been the nucleus. It has been the fortifying force of all generations known to humanity. And here is George Soros with his billions trying to drop C4 at the foundation of American economic and social stability. He wants to, to just totally defy and defile the sanctity of marriage, the unity between man and woman, the offspring being raised by a father and a mother. He wants to confuse the races with gender identification politics, saying that there is no distinction between male and female. The biology of X and Y chromosomes are being kicked out of biology classrooms in America. Just how far does his money reach? Just how far do the ripples go when he makes a donation to a particular institution that he wants to influence? He has touched us, but in how many ways has he touched us? Let's continue. When we have androgyny, the confusion of genders, where we no longer can say this is male, this is female, because there's class struggle. We want to unify. Transgenderism is just an expression that 
the LGBTQ agenda is just trying to confuse the genders so that there's no longer a class struggle there. There's no sense of male headship, no sense of feminism. We're all just people and there's no distinction. We deny the genetic reality of who human beings are because we define it by gender choice, not by DNA. Now, for instance, gender, male and female. Uh, male, uh, males are XY chromosome males. And, and that's undeniable, it's unchangeable. We live in a time where in America and the West, people really don't even have the moral courage to say, this is a man that is a woman. And in fact, if you insist on b believing in what we call a binary view of gender, male and female, you're called a hater, transphobic, um, a, a number of pejorative names. But the transgender movement doesn't simply want equal rights. They're also trying to indoctrinate the youth with radical curriculums in the public schools. This is already happening in 17 major cities. With the new sex ed curriculum revolution taking place in public schools, it is, it is a literal spiritual genocide that as I speak is taking place. It is so twisted with the radical LGBTQ to young children all the way down to kindergarten, uh, convincing them that they can change their gender with all kinds of hideous sexual explanations of things that the average person hasn't even thought of. This material is very dangerous. When we sent out best and brightest off to colleges and universities, what they're encountering is an indoctrination that is very harmful, I believe, because it's not teaching young people how to think. They're not learning how to think. They're learning the politically correct answer to just about every issue in society. And you think about it, it's scary because they're gonna be the leaders of tomorrow. And they're growing up uh, or being indoctrinated in a culture where they're being told that uh, biology means nothing. That, you know, there's no such thing as biological differences between males and females or you can be whatever you think you are you can be whatever you think you are not who god created you to be it's an understatement to say that george soros has touched almost everything that we americans hold close and dear I mean, just the basic principles of sexual distinction is being rewritten by Soros-funded uh, transgender scholars. They have transgender scholars, people who devote their life to twisting the reality of male and female gender. Uh, these men and women have been tasked with re-educating our youth by writing curriculums that are against God's creative design and insisting that there's no biological difference between men and women. And we're sending our children to these colleges, the next generation of leadership. Who knows what they will believe? Who knows what they will practice? Who knows what they will teach others to practice? Who knows? the damage that will be done socially and psychologically, most importantly, psychologically. The psychological engine is what motivates the activity of a nation. Just how devastating will this influence be?
this massive undertaking it's being funded by George Soros and many other Marxist advocates right here in the United States of America. 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 His reach is far greater than we ever imagined. I know we've heard the name George Soros for months in, months out. And, you know, there's been a headline here, a, a headline there. But the truth is, we don't know specifically just how powerful his influence is. And I'm hoping that we're getting some insight right here today in just, into just how awesomely financed the BLM movement is, the transgender movement is, even the infiltration of the church in America. This assignment is being, those participating in this assignment are getting their money from George Soros, it goes even further. We're just going to continue looking in. America, please pay close attention. But Soros doesn't stop there. Soros and his network are also linked to funding abortion groups. Planned Parenthood is a longtime grantee of the Open Society Foundation. It received $20 million from 2009 to 2014. And in 2017, Open Society Foundations gave $10 million to Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Well, Soros is one of a cabal of billionaires that come out of that population control movement. Absolutely. Um, Soros is a major donor to Planned Parenthood, to all sorts of abortion lobbies located in very, very cush offices in DC. Part of George Soros's anti-family agenda is pushing abortion. He has been a big funder for NARAL, Pro-Choice America for years, for Planned Parenthood. Uh, virtually every pro-abortion group owes its being to uh, the generous uh, giving of George Soros. Planned Parenthood, if you go back to its founder, Margaret Sanger, the woman who gave birth to it, it was always about eugenics. Margaret uh, Sanger presented her work to the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan, and so there are pictures of her talking with them and she referred to immigrants and blacks uh, and certain people as human weeds. Margaret Sanger, who everybody knows as the big founder of Planned Parenthood, was a big birth control activist before there was uh, modern contraception, the pill. She joined with a number of eugenicists, people who advocated for forcibly sterilizing what she called the unfit, right? That's anybody with a low IQ or somebody she just didn't like. And she joined with a lot of white supremacists, people who actually coined that term to found the American birth control. Soros' money has also been spent overseas to promote abortion. A leaked internal Open Society Foundation's document revealed plans to promote abortion in Ireland, a traditionally pro-life nation. With one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the world, the document states, a win there could impact other strongly Catholic countries in Europe, such as Poland, and provide much needed proof that change is possible even in highly conservative places. The whole idea is to destroy the family and the church, and churches are very dependent on families, in order to pave the way for a society in which individuals uh, are, can't withstand the power of the state. Uh, this, this is very wicked. <laughs> this is profoundly evil, the, the left's attack on the family. And you can see its effects in the inner cities of America. Is anybody surprised? 
that George Soros' money is funding death camps in America. Now, I don't mean concentration camps like they have in China. I mean abortion clinics, death centers, population control, management. George Soros is a eugenicist. He is a funder of death, the death of children. Is anyone listening to me right now really surprised that George Soros' money reaches to the death clinics in America? Are we at all shocked? Are we at all bewildered? Are we at all perplexed by the reality that millions and millions of Soros dollars have been secretly funneled into abortion clinics right here in America and abroad? But where is Black Lives Matter on this issue? Oh, <laughs> you see, they can't really get involved because that's part of the big man's agenda that's part of the agenda of the man that signs the checks America so of course all of us who continue to make that statement where is black lives matter on the issue of millions of babies black children African American Hispanic American children Asian American children being assassinated in the womb if black lives matter why wouldn't there be a protest against Planned Parenthood, an organization that is planted in the heart of most poverty-stricken inner cities where childbirth is at an alarmingly high rate amongst African Americans, and they have absolutely nothing to say about it. Because they can't, even if they wanted to. But again, this isn't about black lives. This is about the transformation of America. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, who was a white supremacist, who was a Democrat, who took her ideas to the KKK, who was openly supported by Hillary Clinton, who stated that she believed that Margaret Sanger was an exceptionally amazing woman and that her work should continue on in the earth. We are not at war in the streets, America. We are at war at levels that we can reach, but we will have to take to the streets, but we need to go to the places where our voices can be heard. We need to go to the people who have not been influenced by George Soros' money. We have to go to the people that care about life in the womb, that care about our constitution, that care about our God-given rights, that care about the moral fabric of our country, who care about the education of our children in the future, who care about the quality of life that will be lived in this country 20 to 30 years from now. Death camp, death camps on American soil, funded by a Nazi collaborator. Planned Parenthood is a slaughterhouse for children. Margaret Sanger 
I quote, called us unwanted weeds. A united family is used to, is useless and antediluvian. It's a practice that is far outdated in the minds of these Marxists. It is a practice that needs to be done away with in the minds of these Marxists. In their minds, parents rearing their own children must come to an end in order for the state to take control of the young. Children must become property of the state and serve the state's cause and the state's cause only. There used to be a safe haven in America when wicked men paraded their wicked ideas and their godless agendas in the earth. It was called the church. It was the place where children went and could be themselves and free and they never had to worry about predators. They learned the pure unadulterated doctrine of Christ who promoted love, peace, and unity amongst all people. But what about the church when it comes to George Soros and his money? Could the church be bought? Let's continue. George Soros is an avowed atheist, but there's evidence that he is even funding evangelical groups. For instance, the Open Society Foundations has funded Sojourners, a left-wing group that calls itself evangelical and is led by Reverend Jim Wallace. IRS records indicate a 2004 Open Society Foundations grant of $200,000 to Sojourners for engaging Christians on the importance of civic involvement. Where's the money trail? And it tracks back to billions of dollars coming from George Soros into culture and unfortunately even into some of the church. Many evangelical organizations are accepting money from those organizations that are aligned with Soros and the Alinsky model in an effort to tear down Judeo-Christian assumptions and build up something to replace it. Mr. Soros calls himself an atheist and uh, doesn't have much love for any kind of uh, church or religious entity and uh, certainly any national leader who ever mentions God or anything like that is quite likely to get uh, to raise his ire and to be opposed by his uh, multi-billion dollar operations. Um, but you know, interestingly, he will fund um, some religious groups. I think the strategy behind Soros' funding in places where you wouldn't expect it, like the occasional evangelical group or Catholic group, is very opportunistic. Any way of uh, insinuating yourself into a group like that and weakening its opposition to your policy and political preferences uh, will be seized on. Soros is an atheist. Uh, therefore, he thinks religion is a break on progress. He thinks, uh, as Marxists do, that we're evolving toward a greater open society. And if we just get rid of the old things, like church, like family, like community organizations, then we can progress to where the state can order things in a more efficient way and move us toward this, this godless utopia. A godless utopia. How can there be a utopia without God? Infiltrating the church. 
And if anybody was wondering why the doors of the church were closed, I think after watching the portion of that clip, it's a little bit clearer why a lot of churches are closed. Oh, it's COVID-19. We can't go back to church until we get the vaccine. No, we're talking about the formulation of a Marxist, godless utopia. I mean, just come right into the church in secret. A wolf dressed in sheep's clothing, carrying a, carrying a money bag. It sounds really similar to what happened to the church during the era of Constantine, the great emperor, as history records it, who paid off the church gave them you know economic advancements and opportunities in politics and in government sitting on the city councils and in places of power and influence and authority the church began to carry out the will of the state and I say to you it is happening again to create a godless utopia a nation under Satan divided with slavery and poverty for all. Not liberty and justice for all. Not under God, indivisible. A nation under Satan divided with slavery and poverty for all. This is George Soros' idea of utopia. This is what the radical Marxists are pursuing in our, in our nation right under our noses. This is what they want. Light and darkness are on collision course. Full speed ahead. Good and evil are at war in America and the world at large. We need to draw the line somewhere, but where do we draw it? Soros has no limits. There's nothing he won't do. There's no uh, place that is pure he won't try to contaminate. I mean, just look at this. We were talking about uh, infiltrating the church. And the church is being infiltrated all day long. Look at this headline here. Searle's funding of the Sojourners, which is the group or the body, the church, that Jim Wallace is pastor of is only the tip of the iceberg. His Open Society Institute is funneling thousands of dollars into the progressive church of Christ, which I don't even understand what that means. What, is that? what the hell is a progressive church? Soros and his rented evangelicals are outed by Christian leaders. Why? Why are they outed? A new video from the American Association of Evangelicals reveals how George Soros, through his many funding ventures, have been busily infiltrating the Christian base in America to divide and ultimately conquer the religious minded within the Republican Party. Some say, man, there's no way he's doing that. But oh, it is a way that he's doing that. Oh, and he is doing it. 
The church is no longer a safe haven. I'm telling you, the church is alive within each and every one of us. The kingdom of God is within us, living and breathing. It's not the building that we go to. It is the union with God that we have that is eternal and sacred, that must be guarded with everything we have. We have to teach our children these same principles. But oh, but George Soros wants to get right in the middle of it and contaminate the one thing. The very core foundation of America is the faith in God. I think it is plain as day to see, again, that the church is not a safe place. Who do we trust in this hour? Who do we trust? Who do we trust? He is trying to infiltrate every major institution in the world. And he has no boundaries. His open society has a definition. What he wants has a definition also. We're going to take a really good look at what George Soros is after. And it's, you know, I guess in a nutshell, I'll say. Yeah, in a nutshell. It's too big to cover it all. Let's continue watching. It has been said that money is the mother's milk of politics. George Soros has donated hundreds of millions of dollars to fund left-wing causes, including backing far-left candidates. And in America, that is, of course, his right, his privilege. But some of Soros' money has allegedly gone towards some more questionable efforts to influence our elections as well. And as you're about to see, this can potentially have grave consequences. Our own Dr. Jerry Newcomb brings us this report. There's no question that uh, Soros money and Soros-inspired money is flowing into the crowds, busy smashing the plate glass windows in, in the cities of Denver and Atlanta and Chicago and Houston and everywhere else around the country. In the summer of 2020, in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, violence burst out in the streets when an unarmed black man, George Floyd, died in police custody in Minneapolis. This, of course, sparked months of race-related violence in places like Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, and even Kenosha, Wisconsin. There are indicators that the riots are not spontaneous, that they are orchestrated, and there are people that are giving directions to those who are doing the rioting, the smashing of the windows, the destroying of cars in uh, car dealership parking lots. And so when you look at this uh, orchestration, there's recently some Seattle rioters that were found in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And it's like, what are they doing there? Um, 
So there's indicators that these are not spontaneous. Best-selling author and popular speaker Bill Federer saw a similarity between the riots of the summer of 2020 and the unrest in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014. I grew up in St. Louis and just uh, 30 minutes from Ferguson. And 90% of the people rioting in Ferguson were not from Ferguson. They were brought in by Moore, M-O-R-E, Missourians Organizing for Reform and Empowerment. And you can Google it, Moore received over $30 million from George Soros. And they had their training in cities, uh, churches in the city, on how to lock arms and block highways. It was basically a rent-a-mob. So here you have George Soros giving money to Moore more organizing rioters. And then these rioters went from that to other cities, Milwaukee and Baltimore and Charlotte. It's important to understand that uh, protests like these do not run without money. Um, as has been well documented and photographed, organizers show up in limousines and uh, large black SUVs. Uh, they have accommodations at the finest uh, hotels in Seattle and Portland and Chicago and Houston and Philadelphia. Uh, and um, this, this does take money. Chicago Tribune columnist John Cass wrote, quote, the Soros-funded prosecutors, not the mayors, are the ones who help release the violent on little or no bond. They also help give repeat violent criminals little or no bond when arrested, end quote. Now, George Soros has poured millions of dollars into electing district attorneys who will no longer prosecute so-called minor crimes. And in response, crime has skyrocketed in urban areas, uh, Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, you name it, it's gone up. New York City, under Bill de Blasio, the uh, leftist mayor. Larry Krasner uh, has been accused of letting many criminals off the hook uh, because he doesn't really believe in the criminal justice system. Uh, he's the perfect candidate for George Soros. Soros is just an enemy of the United States. And unfortunately, we, our Achilles heel is our tolerance. Is there a link between George Soros and the violence we're seeing in the streets? Soros funds Antifa. If you, and, and of course, you know, his prosecutors don't prosecute them. The prosecutor in Philadelphia is on the side of the criminals. The prosecute, prosecute, and it was elected by Soros. The prosecutor in San Francisco, Chesa Boudin, is the son of terrorists who, who is completely on the side of the criminals. It's true in a lot of these major cities, uh, and that's why you have the violence. And you can link it directly to George Soros. Nobody's doing that. I, for the life of me, don't know why Soros hasn't been investigated and arrested um, for funding and organizing illegal demonstrations in 400 American cities. You cannot block a street, you can't have a parade, you can't block a bridge in America without getting a permit. That's just the reality. So all these demonstrations are illegal. Through open society foundations, George Soros has given away billions of dollars to promote his radical vision for society, including much of the chaos we see in modern America. 
I don't think there's any question that the groups that are fomenting violence in America's cities uh, are pretty much all funded by George Soros. Now you know what open society means. <laughs> I mean, now you know what it means. An open society, it's like an open society. Do whatever you want to whoever you want. There is no right. There is no wrong. Just think about what that would look like if it were allowed on a larger scale here in America. Lawlessness. Look, let me share with you my definition of lawlessness. It means a society without God, without faith, and without any sense of right and wrong, except for what each individual deems to be right and wrong in their own mind. Just think about that. There is no right or wrong, except what I think, you think, the pedophile thinks, the rapist thinks, the murderer thinks, whatever they think is right, is right. And in George Soros' society, with bought mayors and judges on his payroll, paid mobbers, BLM and Tifa, Revcom, anti-fascism, refused fascism, whatever you want to call them, all of these left-wing radical groups, as his army, need I remind you of the KKK and who organized and developed them, if you see any similarities... Let me know in the chat room. Shout out to everybody there. Love y'all. Thank you for the support. Uh, you know, I don't multitask very well, so I probably won't get into responding until after I get through running my mouth, which will be here soon. But we don't live in a society where people get to determine what's right outside of the damn law. The law has been established to govern men and women so that we can live in a peaceful society, a society that respects the rights, the properties, and the pursuits of each human being involved. Each human being under the Constitution. I'm trying to tell you, George Soros, and all of your followers, that if you are living outside of the Constitution, then you are subject to meet unconstitutional retribution. But see, y'all don't want that. You, what you want to do is you want to keep those who love peace. You want to keep us over on the left being pushed back by you. But as soon as we retaliate, you want to call the police that you want to defund. Talk about being a hypocrite. In a George Soros society, in other words, man is both God and judge. Man is both God and judge, and this has been the weapon Satan has used throughout all of history to separate man from God and destroy him and use us to destroy one another. The plan and the tactic has not changed America. We are Americans united under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for every human being. And that will be the plight of the people who love this country. And we are ready to go to war for it. I hope anybody that's listening 
Anybody that's under the sound of my voice, if that is your heart, if that is your spirit, then it is time to take a stand. And take a stand, we would do Phoenix Network is the place where we stand. It is the place where we mobilize. It is the place that we plan to do whatever is necessary to be sustained in peace, sustained in love, no matter how far it goes. We are going to defend the Constitution. I'm going to try and open this up for those in the chat room. Let me see if I can get over and make a connection real quick with my brothers and sisters over there. Y'all just give me a moment. Let me see what I can see. Can I drive? I think I can drive. Just a minute. All right, I'm in here, people. Anybody have any questions? Anybody want to say anything to me? I'm right here just to connect with the family. Let me see. Oh, the council commie kangaroo <laughs> communist. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Sharice, people said the purge. Yeah, the purge is real. It is real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, I might have to hire somebody to read the uh, <laughs> the comments for me. I need another set of eyes. Anybody need a job? Anybody want to come over out here and... uh? Help a brother out. You know, I got too much going on. You know what? I probably should have did this on StreamYard. Oh, by the way, I will be getting a subscription to StreamYard so I can bring some of you guys in on the show uh, so we can talk. I talk way better than I type, and that's just a fact. But I love y'all. I really do. So, you know. But listen, that is the conclusion of George Soros Part 2. Uh, if anybody would like to get a hold of that documentary, look, just contact me. You can find me on Phoenix. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, um, Parlor also. And uh, let me know, and I will be more than glad to hook you up. Oh, there we go. PDC power up the main problem in conservative or is conservative has allowed this to happen. Amen. They have allowed these Marxists to take control over the narrative. Absolutely. We got to fight back before there is no country to fight for a PCT. You are right on point. You are right on point. Uh, Mickey K.Y., we the people need to stand up and take our country back. Yes, we do. These politicians work for us. Yes, they do. They ain't been on the job lately, but that's what they need to be doing. Sons of bitches. Not the other way around. Stand up and fight for freedom. Amen. That's what we about over here. Standing up and fighting for freedom. I appreciate you commenting. Let me go back and see if I can catch some early ones. Sugar Baby 1010, uh, she is not in the building. She normally is. Shout out to her, who's my assistant. She's really good. Sharice People said, even some of the events that sparks these uprisings are planned 
You need to know that is an absolute fact. Evident. Hey, listen, man. Y'all are giving me a lot of feedback. I appreciate it. Um, let me scroll back down here. Hey, listen. Don't forget to um, check out the podcast. It will be released soon. If anybody... You know, wants to get into the podcast to let me know. I have a great team. They'll be more than willing uh, to help you get that thing rolling. We got Rafiq and Too Rich over here who do a great job. If you like what you hear on my podcast, please let me know. And uh, I'm still looking for the OBS geniuses of the world and, you know, the, the, uh, the premier geniuses of the world to inbox me and let me know what I can do to make this thing better. Okay? Anybody. Marxist, do you know what that is? Absolutely, I do know. Council Committee Kangaroo. Avian, thank you for the compliment, brother, and the info. Yes, I need to put uh, these links in the description. Um, yeah, I'll do that. This particular uh, documentary, I paid for it because I wanted everybody uh, to see it. Um, and that's just, you know, how far I'm willing to go. I, I spent a little extra money to get uh, the information that you will never, ever see on mainstream media. I mean, you will absolutely not see it, period. So, uh, yes, I definitely try to get that stuff. Uh, Sharice Peoples is burning it up over here. Politicians do not work for us. Check. Check. We do need to stand up. Um so listen, I will be uh, tonight. I will be on with Pam. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what we need to do on a spiritual level to help, you know, bring the church back to her place at seven o'clock tonight. Uh, I know y'all love Pam. Pam is awesome, and um, you know, she invited me. I think that's great. I hope y'all tune into that too. I'm busy over here, y'all. Ever since you know the Angry Viking family brought me in, I have been trying to work and work and work. But I still need those tips. The rhinos are the biggest danger. Fakers. Yeah, and foot draggers. This boy on point, man. This brother is killing it. Killing it. So listen, man. Everybody out there, I'm going to sign off. Um, look, if you like the show... Uh, make sure you uh, leave me a comment. If you didn't like the show, leave me a comment. If you know you see anything I can get better, leave a comment. I love y'all. I love America. This is the real Greg Kelly show. I am yours truly, Greg Kelly. It has been awesome spending time with you. I will see you again tonight. God bless. <laughs>